0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Post Gazette Sports Now YouTube channel. She is Abby Schnabel. I'm Noah Hiles, here to talk about the latest college athletics news in the Pittsburgh, western Pennsylvania area. And Abby, uh, I think there's one story that is an obvious lead for this week's show. Um, It took place in Pittsburgh. It has something to do with Pittsburgh's rival (laughs) program, West Virginia. It's all about Bob Huggins here as we lead the show. Um, this happened the past weekend, a lot of stuff going on in downtown Pittsburgh or, or on the North shore throughout the city this past week, uh, weekend. And, you know, Bob Huggins seemed to be in the mix of it. He was, uh, I laugh, but it's not a funny thing. He, he was cut, you know, driving over two times the limit, a, I believe a point two one. I believe on his, was his BAC. Uh, he has since Resigned from his position as head coach at the West, at West Virginia University as the head basketball coach. Um, this comes just a month after he made some pretty uh, unfavorable comments, uh, inappropriate comments on a Cincinnati radio show where he was fined heavily and, and I believe was going to be suspended for a couple games, but that doesn't matter now he's gone. Uh, you know as someone you know you 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 cover West Virginia, you cover Penn State, you cover all these other schools in our in our coverage. Um what have you gathered on this story what's your take on uh Bob Huggins's departure from West Virginia
1: Yeah I mean I'm not totally surprised uh I got the vibe that it was like yes he resigned but his daughter made a big Facebook post and and, and the yeah. face, the from her perspective it makes it seem like he was forced to resign um and it's just it's the whole thing is convoluted is is what it is because you you have two instances. And I think you have to look at both. It's not um, just the comments made last month and the <clears throat> UI. The dogs today, man. And it's not just, it's not one or the other. It is it is both. And I think that's what led to the resigning is, you know, maybe obviously they weren't going to force him to resign after the comments. Um, I don't necessarily think that the, the, the DUI would have been enough for them to um, force him out but I think it's the combination of the two that put it together and I think that's something his daughter didn't take into really consideration because she was just talking about the DUI and the alcohol and it's like it, it's both things I think when you put them together it just really isn't a good look like I said you could probably get away with one or the other but not both
0: um, and I think I think it goes to show how little the, the comments really impacted anything in west virginia i mean they, they made that they made they i mean don't get me wrong deducting someone a million dollars from their salary that's not a just a slap on the wrist and suspending them for a game or two or for forget exactly what the punishment was um like that that was a, that wasn't just like a, a little punishment like but for yeah like for her to not even bring that up and listen like obviously she's biased she's his daughter and she's gonna feel this way and it, i i thought the note was, you know, I had my own thoughts on the note, but like, I, I, I can see why she feels that way. Cause that's, you know, when you're connected with someone like that, to that level, when that's when that's your parent and you see their name kind of being criticized and deliver or deservedly criticized, it it can be tough. So, you know, people are going to react different ways, but yes, like you pointed out, it, it wasn't just that singular incident. It was a culmination of things where it's look, you know, a lot of people who aren't Bob Huggins get fired for making a comment like that in any line of work. And then a lot of other people would lose their jobs in this world uh, for driving drunk or especially driving as drunk as he was. Um, and you combine the two and it, it, and it is a shame in a, in a sense where this guy had such an incredible legacy. Um, he is one of the greatest, I think, college basketball coaches of all time. Uh, and it, it's, it's unfortunate that it had to end this way, but it, it needed to end this way. This, this is something where Bob Huggins needs to worry about other things than coaching basketball clearly because his, his line of actions the last couple of months show that. So,
1: yeah. and, and oh, now you're ahead. in the position of you're it's June. Um, and you need a head coach. Uh, you, I mean, again, we, we've talked about it. Before, phenomenal transfer portal class for this team. Mm -hmm. Um, And and now it's kind of, I don't think that this takes away from that portal class. However, now things are a little tumultuous for West Virginia just because you have to find a coach. And then what does that mean for the players? And do you know the players now, because they lost their coach, can enter the transfer portal in late, but there's not many (laughs) teams that have spots left. And it's it's, uh, it's a not great situation for all parties involved because now also West Virginia needs to find a coach and West Virginia, like the, the coaching pool isn't very big right now. And so is it, do we tag an interim tag right now and, and play through the season and see what candidates we have then? do we have candidates we want that we think would step away from their team thus making that team um a little rocky and it's it's just this such an interesting domino effect of things that we now have to consider for a team that likely was going to be really good yeah. and now i mean who knows because like i said people can leave a new coach can completely change the dynamic especially when when you're replacing a guy who's been there forever and these players came to play for bob huggins um and and it's just it's so convoluted and not great timing i don't think there's great timing at all for any of this but just the the happening in june isn't great because you know in a couple weeks i mean you have guys on campus already workouts have started yes you're you're these guys are like well what am i practicing for because right. it's just and, it's just a the best way to say it is it's purely a mess. <laughs>
0: yes, and that that's the mess of it all is your competition is practicing together at, at you know non or non-official unofficial summer workouts. They're they're getting better. They're building chemistry. You know, they're they're starting to learn how everyone moves on the floor and in today's era of college basketball where it's essentially a new roster every season, that's pivotal having as many people on campus early as possible. And now you're looking at a team that's—it's it's like, well, who's even going to be here in a month or so? Because the the portal reopens for 30 days, uh, for everyone on West Virginia. It's already started that 30 day period. Now you can transfer out because your coaching change. When a coach gets fired or if there's a coaching change, you get 30 days, regardless of when the portal, uh, where where we are in the portal cycle, if it's open or closed. But now you you look at this where. You, you talked about how, yeah, guys came here to play for Bob Huggins. They also came here because Bob Huggins was able to create a pretty strong NIL collective. And what's going to happen to that NIL collective now that Bob Huggins is gone? Are people still going to be making those donations? Uh, what happens if, you know, he leaves? They hire an interim. This isn't a conference that they play in where you can be slipping. You know, you've got a hard time. You've got a hard opponent every night. And if you're in the Big 12 and you don't have your stuff together, you can fall apart. Then what's going to happen to that NIL collective? It, it, it's, there's a lot of uncertainty, and it's going to be very interesting to watch how this all unfolds because you do you have guys out there. If West Virginia wanted to go all in and get like a John Beeline or someone, that would be a big hire. That would be a huge hire, but that's not going to be easy. Do you go internally and just promote the, the best assistant? That might be the best way to ensure you're keeping guys like Kerr Krissa and, and Jesse Edwards and just say, hey, look, we're keeping the same thing we had going or whatever, but how good is that for your program long-term? I feel like West Virginia, in in the Big 12, you want a brand name, you want a known coach, and you don't want to just have the coach that has that reputation of, oh, he only got his job because Huggy Bear messed up, and while that's an unfair tag to put on someone, that's the truth when you're trying to recruit in the Big 12.
1: You also just, you want a well-known coach because you're departing ways with one of the most well-known coaches like i don't know west virginia fans and boosters and and players and everyone are going to feel a lot more comfortable if you're bringing in a big name who has proven success and i just i just worry for where we are in in the year that there aren't many big names if any that would be willing to leave their program yeah (laughs) It, it it seems like
0: it's beeline is like the big name that's out there. Mm -hmm. And you know, he's working in an NBA front office. We're recording this on Thursday, which is the day of the NBA draft. Um, I'm sure he's busy with that. Then afterward, he might get an interview. Maybe he's had an interview before who knows. Um, But after that, I mean, yeah, you're looking at guys who are coaching mid majors and as a head coach at a mid major at this time, you're just finalizing your roster construction. So you're just kind of thinking you, you, you've been building, you know, if you're a good mid-major coach, odds are you're probably losing your top couple best players to a, a power five team or a power six team. And then you've just restructured everything and you're like, well, crap, now I gotta go over here. Like it's a daunting task for whoever takes on that opportunity. Um, and like I said, it'll be interesting to see how it moves forward. Um, we'll switch notes now uh to football and we'll switch over to Pitt. As Pitt has had, you know, a huge month of June. Just in in the in, in recruiting landing big name after big name, or I wouldn't say big name after big name, but verbal commit after verbal commit. And the most recent verbal commit, as I think the most important member of this class so far, Cameron Lindsay, a four star from Alapapa High School, um here in Western Pennsylvania. But there there's a potential Abby that some more four stars could be. Joining Mr. Lindsay and the other two, four stars that have already announced their verbal commitments pits on the fringe of really taking what is, I think right now, a solid recruiting class. It's not going to finish in the top 20 in the country if it only has three, four stars, but this is a, a really strong group that I think could end up being Narduzzi's best batch already, but they're right on the fringe of taking this thing to a whole nother level with some of these guys they are close to signing with some of these guys that they're in the top fives of, top threes of, who are announcing their verbal commitments in the next two, three weeks. And I think that that starts, that taking that next step starts this weekend. You look at the the final official visit, which starts Thursday. Um, a whole mess of players are coming in, I believe 16 total. Four of them are already verbally committed to Pitt. But one of those guys, Regarius Farmer, who I, I, I believe is their highest nationally rated player, um, while he's been verbally committed to Pitt since Christmas, this guy, he's already made two other official visits this month. So this is an opportunity to really secure that asset if you're the Panthers, where you you don't wanna this guy's been kind of looking around, even though he's committed to Pitt. Let, if if you're Pitt, you're thinking, let's let's lock this guy down for sure. And there's a couple of other big names as well. I mean, you look at Henry Hasselbeck's gonna be on campus again. Uh, for his official visit, they still don't have a quarterback in this recruiting class. You you have Sincere Edwards, who just decommitted from Central Florida yesterday, a four-star. Uh, he has Pitt in his top five now. That, I feel like that's interesting timing. You decommit from the school that you've been verbally mi- committed to for over a year the day before you're visiting another school officially. And he only has two official visits. It was UCF and Pitt. Already been to UCF. After that visit, he decommits the day before he's coming to Pitt. There's some big stuff on the horizon here, Abby. I'm just wanted to pick your brain. You know who who are you really interested in uh, this weekend for the final weekend of official visits? Who would be the biggest name that or what would be the biggest thing Pitt could do this weekend as far as landing another verbal?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think <clears throat> you pointed out the two names uh, that I I really had my radar on with Farmer having visited West Virginia just this past week. Um, already committed, but in today's day and age, you never know if someone's going to flip. Flip. Um, so I think this is a huge opportunity for Pitt this weekend to really solidify things with him, to make sure, you know, this is the place you want to come to. This is the place you should come to. Um, and then, like you mentioned, Henry Hasselbeck, they need, they need a quarterback um, in this class. We've talked about that in previous podcasts. It's just what needs to be done and then the other name i have um is uh i think it's pronounced malachi williams she's a three yes. star um and and the only reason i have him like kind of starred is because he's an in-state talent that i think pitt is going to be battling penn state with it's going to be going back and forth and i think that would just be a nice get for them for the state of pennsylvania Um, to show like hey we really I mean I know they just got the Alquipa guy but like showing that they they can continue to recruit within the state and get high quality guys within the state Um, so those are the three names I had on mine I mean I wrote down just about everyone just so I had the names down but but those three are my big targets
0: yeah Williams is another interesting target I just see they're they're in the mix for so many uh four-star defensive ends right now I mean Elias Rudolph Uh, Is is another one that's I think a big time player that they could go after Dominic Kirks. uh, You know they 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 have all of these four stars where it's like they're in their top five or they're in their they're making their official visits. Williams I think is a guy who's probably going to end up at Penn State if I had to guess. Um, But the fact that he's making this official visit to Pitt says something, you know. And and just being in the mix for all these guys with with I think there's like six or seven four stars at least that have Pitt in their top five. If you can land 2 of those that's that's big for this program. This is a program that only had one four-star according to Rivals in its last recruiting class. So, being able to to you know increase that number, you know, 5x is is that's huge for a program. It's huge for not only, you know, building depth, but it's also just huge for the future saying like look, we're we're a place that we get four-stars now. You don't have to be hesitant. The really good guys, they want to come here. So, Abby, I, I think your your boy Finley's ready to wrap this show up. Uh, do you have any final thoughts here as we, as we close off? Nope, just
1: big weekend for
0: Pitt. Absolutely, big weekend for Pitt. You can follow all of our Pittsburgh sports coverage on the Post-Gazette Sports Now YouTube channel. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't already, and we'll see you next week. Oh. We will see you next week now. Thank you for checking out this content from Post Gazette Sports. If you liked the video, please like it and subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you enjoyed it on Apple Podcasts, please rate us five stars in Apple Podcasts. For six months of digital access to post for just $6, click the link down in the description.